Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Coming to you live from the second level of the dream world. By the end of this episode of the podcast, only about an hour will have passed, but it'll have felt like much, much, much longer here on International RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everyone. I am Brandon Cruz, and welcome to the show, the show where we talk about things. Related to the things that you want us to talk about. If those things are Rick and Morty, if the things you want us to talk about are Rick and Morty, you have come to the right place. If it's anything else, uh, check out our other podcast. I think Wrong place. <laughs> Anywhere else. Uh, yeah, welcome. This is the show where we talk about Rick and Morty, even when Rick and Morty is not on the air. That is accurate. Uh, we we are going to get there. We're going to get there. It's It's only a few short months until November, so... You hang in there, everybody. Hang in there. You're like, be like that cat. Be like that cat that you always see in those pictures. And you're like, man, that cat has to be dead by now. Like, when did, when did they take that picture originally? Uh, ni- 1974. 1974. That cat, you know, it didn't even, it, it was too busy hanging that it never got to live a full life, have a family. And he spent all his time hanging. That's what he, I'm saying. He worked he worked his little claws to the bone. <laughs> Never made time for family. Anyway, Poor this is International RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. If you would like to connect with us in the social media spectrums, you can head over to Twitter and follow us at Rick and Morty Pod. You can head over to Reddit. That's Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com. That is our subreddit. Or go to the official subreddit, Rick and Morty.reddit.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Rick and Morty Podcast on Instagram. And uh, you can get all of our episodes and information about this show over at rickandmortypod.com. That is the website exclusively for this podcast. Uh, Additionally, there's facebook.com slash rickandmortypodcast. And you can send us an email, rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, kids. Don't forget (laughs) to follow us on Twitter. Or not on Twitter. On Twitch. There's too many things uh follow us on twitch and youtube if you want to watch live you can follow uh our social media outlets to see when we go live so you can watch these episodes as we create them on youtube and twitch and finally uh you can you can support this show and and all of our other podcasts over at patreon.com slash rick and morty pod where you can give us money <laughs> yeah, give us give us money. That's what we're lo- that's what we're really in this whole. That's thing what we're for. in it for. We're in it we for the money. We don't care about we don't care about you know interaction, meeting new friends, meeting new faces. We don't care about any of that shit. We care about the cold, cold <laughs> green cash. Yeah, and maybe some. Coins. We can make that podcast for Pod- money. The podcast is that a Ooh. thing? Uh, it probably is. It's like it's like Bitcoin. <laughs> people mind we podcasts our, we should start our own cryptocurrency called oh, podcast sh- 
Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oh, this is going out live. Uh, so it's gonna take our idea and we have a whole podcast to make. We Trademarked. Ain't got time. Trademarked. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Well, other than the new hot cryptocurrencies that are out there, it's it's time for us to talk about everything that's happening in the world of Rick and Morty in semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent. Oh, no. Let me start that again. Semi-pertinent. Oh, wait. No. Hold on a second. Let me start that again. Semi-pertinent news today for yous. Wait. No, let me start that again. Semi-pertinent. <laughs> start that again. Brandon. Semi- Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Listen, you know, you know, I love your improvised and hilarious uh, se- segment music that mm-hmm. you've been doing for like seventy-five episodes. You just you've been going strong. But if there's ever a point, so if there's ever a point in time when you feel like you need to you need to up your game, uh-huh. and you need and you need to create some some chip tunes or some sweet sweet beats oh. for for those for those intro uh, music moments have i got the product for you I, just, I, I, this, I, like, I like how you're you're segueing this this, okay. this is you can't you can't call out the segue we've talked oh, sorry, about sorry. this brandon sorry. uh <laughs> so teenage engineering who is a company that has been making pocket operators and cool synthesizer uh, machinery uh has recently announced that they are coming out with an exclusive rick and morty pocket operator which is coming out in July, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's on sale uh, exclusively in store or online. Uh, yeah, beginning July. of July. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a cool little little device that uh, they Teenage Engineering has made these devices for other things, and basically you can make music on on the go. With very lo-fi, lo-fi tracks, uh, it's really cool. This is Rick and Morty themed, obviously. Uh, I do have, I do have what what it sounds like if you do a good song. Uh, so if you if you just bear with me for oh, one you second, gonna, you gonna play us a sample? Yeah, here, here's here's a little sample from their Instagram, from Teenage Engineering's Instagram. Here we go. Run, Morty. Rick. Man, I want one so bad. Like I am nowhere <laughs> near as mu- musically inclined as you are, Brandon. But uh, these little pocket operators have been one of those things that's sort of been floating on the fringes of my interest for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Crittenden, uh, who is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got it. Spencer. Uh, um, our friend. For, our friend yeah, Spencer Crittenden. Our good, our good friend that we've never met. Tell him uh, we say hi, everyone. Uh, on, their, on, on their on their podcast, um, shoot, what is it? Uh, Master Manual. Uh, Master Manual pod. Yeah, so uh, all of the music on there, uh, he made using one of these little, like, Synthesis, like he, he like oh. he, he's played around with them so Interesting. uh i don't know and like i was like that's really cool and then obviously uh if you if you go and check out this particular rick and morty themed pocket operator it's got those it's got those voice lines already built into it uh, but it's also got like a little uh lcd screen with some rick and morty characters on there and you can animate some some little bits there's, like, there's a couple of versions of a Rick and a Morty. There's a Plumbus on there. There's a portal gun, a few other little things. So you can, Nick, I mean, this is just a, 
this is just a cool like little device. Do it's hickey. also it's got a microphone on it, so you could create your own <laughs> samples as well. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's really cool. And uh, yeah, so so head over yeah. to their website. Uh, if you go to just uh, teenage engineering teenage dot engineering, you can check it out. Uh, or you know, find you know, get one. If if you, if you've played with one of these, <laughs> let us know. Send us your beats. Or Maybe, you know, get one. Make <laughs> if you don't have one, get one. Uh, <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, if you've, if you've played with one of these or you, like you've, you've made some really cool beats, uh, shoot us an email, like send us, send us an email at uh, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com, uh, with some of your sweetest beats. And maybe I can convince Brandon to play them on a future episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck trying to get me to do anything nice and musically inclined. You have on that this show. You have that sweet roadcaster pro. You could just hit a button and, and, and. Which, which, by the way, I'm not using tonight. I, <laughs> it's so much easier to use my 2i2 <laughs> uh, until stability is a thing with that Roadcaster Pro. Uh, okay, so that's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, we, we talked about that. You know what? I could use that somewhere. I could use that somewhere, probably to make music live, and and where best to use it live than probably a comic convention somewhere uh which which brings me to uh, the topic that i'm going to talk about just for a few minutes so we talked about it on apathetic enthusiasm if you listen to that show uh which i don't think that you do but if you do hey great sorry it's going to repeat for you but no so uh this not this last weekend but a couple weekends ago um i went to megacon orlando and i had a rick and morty panel that i ran uh the whole uh alternative rick mentions a rick and morty fan panel um i i originally wanted somebody else to do the panel with me i couldn't really find anybody maybe i didn't look that hard or maybe i didn't trust anybody else uh, other than me to do it but i i went out there and i got up there and thankfully season four had just been announced and so i said hey here's the deal uh i want to do season four and talk about season four stuff and, and where the characters are and, and where they're coming. Now you might say to yourself, Hey self, I'm listening to this podcast. This is, this is fun. I would have loved to have seen that panel or heard from that panel, but I didn't get a chance to go. Well, have I got some news for you? <laughs> uh, pertinent to this topic. Uh, I actually, I had, I had done so much technical prep in addition to the the actual topic prep that I was like, okay, cool. I have a little handheld recorder that'll capture my voice directly. I'll have an iPad that will uh, capture the ambient audio of the room. And then I'll have my laptop that it's recording the video and uh, it's, it's going to be great. And I made, made some scenes in OBS with your help, Travis. And uh, immediately all that stuff, all that f- fell apart, <laughs> like immediately at the start of the, the panel. So, uh, there's, there's no record of it other than a few pictures, maybe like a, like a snippet of video. There's, there's, there's no evidence that you ever actually did this panel <laughs> other than photos, which could have easily been doctored easily uh, that we live in an age of Photoshop. <laughs> there's no proof you actually went to this comic convention that's, at all. That's very, very true. No, no proof at all. Uh, but it went really well. There's, there was a, a really good turnout. I'd say 50 to 75 people. I know that's, you know, there's a big gap, but, uh, uh, we had some good topic. I did some trivia, did a, a Rick, 
uh, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub voice competition. Um, and, and there were some good thoughts from the, the fans who showed up out there, some interesting theories. Uh, a couple that I want to highlight. Uh, there were there were, were the the kind of you know evil Morty is uh, Rick's original Morty. There, there's that kind the of, classics, the, the classic classics. ones we've heard. The classic. You know, uh, there's there's ages. one that I, there's one that I didn't really hear about before, and that was that Rick and Unity had a baby together, and that uh, Beth is you know the 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 offspring of of Beth or. Uh, Unity and Rick, which I hadn't heard before, but I thought that was kind of an interesting. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's huh? different. It's different. I you know I never I, even. I, I mean, Unity it. is not one person per se, so that is, that's a really exactly a really right. weird spin on Unity as well. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, there was a, a question about uh, Beth being a, a, a clone, and not necessarily Beth being a clone, but uh, if. Beth is a clone, the one at the end of season three, what it would be like if clone Beth or the real Beth came back and what that kind of conflict would mm, be between them. Yes. And I, and I thought that would be interesting. Similarly, like we've seen how Jerry is with the whole, um, you know, uh, Jerry Barry. Now he acts with <laughs> yeah. other Jerry's. Yeah. It'd be interesting yeah. to me how, how Beth's act with other Beth's. Mul- mul- so. Beth multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Also, also look for uh, my new ska cover band, uh, Child of Unity, uh, <laughs> that will be touring the yes uh, with your the, teenage the, engineering device. Yeah, yeah it's good. we're going to be touring the tri-state area this fall. Uh, uh, and and then there's there's one more now. there's one more theory. Uh, I didn't I didn't fully grasp it, but uh, this this gentleman, an older gentleman, uh, was was there, and he was describing how. He feels that like there's a metamorphosis going on of the character of, of Morty and how Morty eventually becomes like a Beth and then a Beth becomes uh, a Rick. And it's like a, a larva, pupa, pupa, larva, whichever one comes first, butterfly kind of metamorphosis. And and um, well, my I friend. Mean, cool. And, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I just had a conversation about uh, acid and shrooms with my buddy Gary <laughs> and uh, not more than like an hour earlier. So I was like, hey, man, this is a this is really cool, but I need to be a little bit more high to fully. <laughs> was that your response it. to him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think yeah, he, flipped, I, he flipped me off and he like burned down the place. <clears throat> you know, oh, oh, you know. Typical Megacon stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, th- those are some interesting theories. We've talked a lot about how there is some clear character development, uh, especially with Morty, and how from the very start of the series, he's been like this helpless, like I- incapable nothing. And by the end of season three, even, he's he's had he has a lot more agency and he, he stands up for himself a lot more and he doesn't. He doesn't just take everything that Rick gives him, but he he does challenge Rick on some things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that make, makes him more Beth. But realistically, I think Beth is so much of a person seeking Rick's approval, regardless of what Rick does. That that's that seems very different from sort of how yeah. how Morty behaves. With yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, um, 
I'm I'm also sober. So. <laughs> the the very the very last thing I, I want to say, not about theories, but uh, at uh, at the end of it, um, a uh, a pair of siblings about 13 years old came up to me after the show. Uh, they had made a homemade portal gun with like white tape and and um, all, all that uh, stuff. It was, it was really cool, and they asked me to sign it. Um, and uh, I I said, hey, thanks thanks for coming out. And they're like, no, thank you for coming all the way out here. You know, you get, you know, you, you know, you're the one who gets paid or whatever. I was like, well, I don't know about all that. Uh, but by the uh, way, I patreon.com. <laughs> um, but uh, then I was like, oh, I'm actually out in, in Tampa. Like, oh, well, when you guys said that you're coming all the way up that I thought, you know, like, wow, where are you coming up from? Uh, and uh, I was like, oh, do you, you listen? You listen, do you listen to podcasts? She's like, yeah, sure do. I was like, oh, well, holy, sh- holy hell. Uh, people actually listen to this. Now, the one thing I want to say. And all the people listening to this right now are like, yeah, we listen to it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, duh, we're here. Demi, Demi <laughs> Brandon. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch their names, and, and that's I think that's my weird. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry I didn't ask your name. Uh, send it to me so I can be like, I'm sorry. Your thanks names. for coming out and letting Brandon <laughs> sign your cool homemade portal gun and making yeah. it, ruining it for you. <laughs> oh, the very, very last thing. Uh, I'm very, very bad with being self-deprecating when I'm in front of a lot of people. And I finished the, the panel with, uh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. I really, really appreciate it. I'm going to run away now because I have, uh, I'm a complete introvert and I'm scared of you. Um, and I was told that's not the best way to end it if you're trying to get new listeners. So <laughs> if you did happen to listen and you're listening now from that, thank you. Please talk to me next time. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon will make himself available <laughs> to people after any future panels. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, great, great, great job at MegaCon. Thank you. Oh, I'm pulling a Rick here. I'm <laughs> burping uh thanks thanks for doing that sorry i couldn't be there i wish i could have been there we need to we need to find a good like middle, middle ground. ground between the two of us where there's a convention that we can both uh drive equidistant to uh so wh- whatever that convention is somebody let dragon us con oh yeah okay <laughs> in uh it is, it's it's in uh it's in king's landing um all right uh <laughs> You wanna you wanna fill us in on some comic news? We got a we got a special a special yeah. event going on in the world of Rick and Morty comics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this this one will be real quick because I wasted all of my my Brandon talking by himself time on the MegaCon <laughs> stuff. Uh, but Rick and Morty comics at Oni Press they just released their number fifty issue, Big Five O Five O. Um, and, uh, so a couple cool things cover wise, uh, in, in honor of the 50th, they released a, a five, uh, five issue of the first five issues of the, the, the comic ever, but they're connecting covers and it's showing them, uh, the, the Smith family and Rick fighting Gromflamites in front of the house. Uh, nice. and it's pretty, and it's pretty cool connecting all those. Then there's a two, uh, cover variant, uh, that which is a connecting cover for the actual issue 50. And then there's a, a couple other cool variants that are incentive covers, which means that the comic shop has to order a shit ton of actual number 50s and they'll get one of these variant covers. And those ones are really, really cool. Those are 
uh, a picture. They're they're animated images of Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon um, with the characters that they play on their shirt, and it's like half their body is yeah. It's like a cross section kind of. It's like yeah. a cool kind of like painted where. Um, Oh, what are those? What are those um, vinyl figures? Uh, uh, the, they like do the cutaways on them, and there's like a skeleton inside. Yeah. That's what it reminds like me. Like you of, find them at like Costco, <laughs> and you're like uh, trying to teach your kids uh, physiology. Yeah, or, or yeah, or they just like <laughs> medical, yeah. medical journals. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Uh, Gray's Anatomy is it's just what it's, yeah. Um, so, so those those are really cool. Those are expensive. If you get a, a couple, send them to me for free. Okay, and then uh, the issue itself is just a variation of Morty's Mind Blowers. So it's a, a compilation issue similar to like uh, Interdimensional Cable uh, number three. Oh, I forget which issue that is. Uh, but uh, most of the stories are written by uh, let's see, Kyle Starks, Kyle Starks, Tini Howard, and Benjamin Dewey, Josh Trujillo, Mark Ellerby. And Sarah Grayley. And what I like about it there is there's they use the mind blowers in order to get different artists, different style oh, artists. Yeah, so you could do different art styles in each of the mind yeah. blowers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so so I, re- I really I really like that. Uh, I won't give the plot away, but hey, it's Morty's mind blowers, so there's not yeah, yeah. there's not really yeah. much to 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 give away. There's one part that I have an issue with. Ha, issue, comic issue. Uh and um it's, it's you know we thought Starbucks and Game of Thrones was bad. The water bottle behind um, one of the characters' legs in the final episode was bad. Uh, they say uh, Rick says a line in there. I wish we could get a hold of Squanchy and Birdman. Squanchy and Birdman. I'm like you Harvey guys. Harvey Birdman. <laughs> you need to you need to edit your shit. <laughs> but anyway, that's a- it. This is a fiftieth issue. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta get this right. Uh, Kyle Stark's friend of the friend of the podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the work that you do on on the yeah comments. yeah yeah. Thanks thanks for coming on the show that one time. Uh, all right, uh, we have one last mini segment as part of semi pertinent news, and that of course is what is it, Travis? Tell us what minute it is. It's the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. That's my pocket operator that's, voice. That's your lo-fi pocket <laughs> operator. Uh, all right, uh, Dan Harmon, social media minute. As as we all know, Dan uh, is not on Twitter, so he only he only spends time on Instagram. Uh, but he is tearing it up. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, they we got a, we got some great glimpses into uh, the writer's room and the creative process. And there is a great photo set uh, in, on Dan Harmon's Instagram with the caption, the amount of season five ideas Rob Schraub can come up with in a day is just awe-inspiring from a certain distance, at which I should have stayed. Uh, and, and the first image is Dan Harmon uh, doing like... A full length, like a like a long armed selfie away, and capturing a table with just a whole heck of a lot of sticky notes on them. And these are all if if I if I had to imagine, if I had to put myself a fly on the wall in this room, Schraub just had a whole stack of sticky notes, and he's just writing stream of consciousness and throwing them on a table. But there's there's some interesting ideas in here, um, like Jerry gets a pine cone in his butt, uh, Bark Nado. <laughs> Uh, the people's basketball court. Uh, Morty buys a boat. Jerry makes a log cabin 
with hair. Artificial person with real leg. <laughs> Planet powered by chips and salsa. Yeah. Anal beads is just one of the ideas. That's a good one. That's a good and one. And then when wolf. Not a werewolf. <laughs> that, but one a got me. Wolf. <laughs> that one got That one tickled me. Uh, uh, and and this is this is just one of uh, a, a couple of uh, posts by Dan uh, sharing some of Schraub's ideas. Uh, I think in the next set he says he might actually want to use uh, one of these ideas. But uh, one of one of the most encouraging and fun things about that particular post, aside from all of Schraub's antics is the fact that they're talking about season five ideas because as we all know, season four will be airing this fall sometime in November. So they're, they're, they're well on their way working on season four and already starting to come together with some ideas on season five. So very encouraging for you. If you happen to run a podcast that <laughs> talks about Rick and Morty and you're regretting whatever the season break is after season four. Keep keep in mind those ideas, and maybe we'll just make up our own episodes. We're just going to start doing live fanfic uh, (laughs) to fill the gap between seasons four and five. The role of Rick will be played by my son, (laughs) seven-year-old son. Three weeks earlier. (laughs) Samantha's walking down the street. Uh, um, All right, that's it for some important news. If you see any cool Rick and Morty news that you think we should talk about on the show, uh, hit us up on social media or send us an email so that we can cover it in a future episode. Um, All right, let's see. What's the next thing? Oh, yeah, it's time for the main thing. It's a main thing for you. I was, I've been listening to a lot of like Mega Man covers on Spotify, and I just I love those songs. Uh, that wasn't a good like indication of of my yeah, love but for Mega Man. Into it, you you know what you should do, Brandon, is you should get yourself like a pocket operator where you can make your own little like chip, chip tunes. Uh, all right, all right, everybody, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about. Uh, like like we did in our last episode, we are we are taking a a different look at some of our favorite episodes and uh, looking at them through the lens of the pop culture uh, media, the the different sources that inspire some of the storylines in these episodes. So yeah, uh, we are talking about the Inception episode, Lawnmower Dog. This is episode two. Two. two? I don't. I don't. I don't do. Chewy. That's Chewy? one of my favorite uh, Simpsons jokes. Is uh, Homer's asking um, Santa's little helper for ideas in his writing? Uh, he's like, he's like, uh, Homer's like a chef. He's like, oh, the food was. He looks at Santa's little helper. Rough. Uh, <laughs> it kind of tasted like bark. Hmm. The shrimp was chewy. <laughs> Santa's little helper says chewy. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway. 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 It's it's episode two. It's episode two, and I don't know why how why we skipped straight to Anatomy Park, uh, but we did because yeah, we because we just wanted to talk about that episode. We didn't we weren't trying to do them in order or anything. <laughs> we just we we're just like yeah, Jurassic Park. Let's talk about that one. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right about that. Uh, but yeah, lawnmower, lawnmower dog. So uh, as we did with Anatomy Park, we're not talking about the episode itself. We're not doing an episode recap. We just want to make sure we highlight some of the stuff. The, the references from films and TV shows, if applicable, uh, of of those particular episodes. Yeah, and this episode, and this episode in particular, like 
really takes like three major ideas, like major movie plots and crams them all together and, and sort of, sort of like mix them together. Like dreams are sort of an overarching theme throughout it. So there's a couple of references to movies that are, that really rely on dreaming for, for their plots. And then there's, and then there's the lawnmower man that, that is obviously uh, in the title of this episode, yeah. but, but mostly is the inspiration for the B plot, I would say in this episode with snuffles slash snowball and his rise to power, uh, becoming a super smart <laughs> little doggo. Super smart little doggo. Yeah. So, so I mean, let's, let's start with the title itself. Lawnmower dog. Um, something I find interesting, maybe not so much interesting as in Mal, I must be the weird one is that a, a majority of people have either never heard of lawnmower man or have never, if they have, they've never actually seen the movie. Um, lawnmower man was, I am in, a, I am in category two. <laughs> you've, you've heard of it. You have not seen the movie. Yeah. Probably cause I've said lawnmower man to you. No, I will tell you why, because my father spent, uh, several decades of dedicated service as a landscaper for San Diego County. <laughs> and, uh, he often referenced lawnmower man because he rode a lawnmower for his job. <laughs> he, he was lawnmower man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, but he's like, but we're not watching that. We're not watching that movie. Yeah. What an, and what an I, insult. when I was like, nine years old when this movie came out it was it was not the type of film i was particularly into yeah. um so i'm pretty sure he saw it and he knew about it but it was just it was not in my wheelhouse well i i think i think you would have loved it and it would have spurred your love of vr uh so for those who don't know what lawnmower man is about just real real quick uh, a scientist is running uh experiments on how to increase intelligence and he uses <laughs> travis has his vr headset on to emphasize this point so he uh ends up taking his work home with him and there's a local lawn service where there's a uh, uh a man who is not very smart and has very very low iq uh and he's like decide so pierce brosnan the scientist decides hey jeff fahey this guy, his name is Job in the movie. Uh, you want to try out my game? And eventually, Job becomes very, very intelligent, and so much so that he has superpowers in a way and becomes a bad guy. Okay, there. That's that's a basic yeah. plot. And of that La is everything Man. I learned by watching the trailer to Lawnmower Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes before we started doing this episode, I'm so glad you did. No, it feels like you, <laughs> New Line seen... Cinemas. Uh, oh, oh, that's in that's in the that's in the show notes. Too. 1992. Yeah, uh, it has it has it, it's very similar to Flowers for Algernon. If you've ever seen, yeah, I read that, that book as mandatory yeah. reading and in, in middle school or whatever <laughs> that was. Uh, but uh, you know, when we come back to to Rick and Morty in this this episode, Rick is Pierce Brosnan. And Jeff Fahey is is Snuffles slash Snowball, and uh, I, I put in a special note in here. Brandon watched too many shitty things as a kid to understand this reference. Nice. And you you wrote nice, <laughs> yeah. Um, but and the interesting thing is, I didn't fully know the the premise of of Lawnmower Man or like the plot for it before I watched this episode. So. 
I didn't realize just how on the nose the the B plot is in, like for Lawnmower Man. Like it, it really it's it's replacing those characters with a dog and Rick and and just kind of like all right get super smart uses technology to make him smarter and his 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 increased intelligence causes him to uh want make himself to, smarter to aspire to take over the world basically yeah. and that, and that's what and that's what job does in the movie is he gets a little bit smarter and then he starts making himself smarter beyond what Pierce Brosnan is is doing for him yeah. and then he's like where are my testicles summer <laughs> and then they have a sequel lawnmower man 2 and it sucks is it is it like <laughs> well, is they it both like suck. fun for the whole family and it's like a bunch of dogs living on a planet together and it could be like <laughs> like board like driven. eleven minutes and like board driven and stuff like is that <laughs> it is yeah <laughs> uh, it is uh, on that on that note it is based well it's very very loosely based on off a of Stephen King short story which Stephen King actually sued New Line Cinema to take his name off of it uh, because he's <laughs> like this has nothing to do with my story. Well, that's like here. that's like that's like saying that the Running Man movie was based <laughs> on one of the Bachman book stories. Like, yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's very different. For it's more on different. that, check out episode something something of Apathetic Tuesday. Um, okay, so 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 there there's that. Uh, I, I although we go directly into Inception from this, I do want to make a note that. Uh, also, the whole snowball taking over the world as far as a, a hyper-intelligent, uh, previously animal-like animal, uh, is very reminiscent to any of the Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, I didn't oh, yeah. put that yeah. in there directly, but you know, when you said, like, oh, it's like three ideas wrapped into one, there's also the Planet of the Apes in there. So yeah. let's make yeah. it a quadfecta. Especially that like montage of them like taking over society and tearing yeah. down our monuments and dumping all of our testicles into a, a trash truck. Like all, all of those things. Are Snowball so... is Caesar, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We are not them. <laughs> we are not them. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the <laughs> big dream level two, uh, the, 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 the movie that is referenced directly within this episode is of course, Inception, uh, the film from, 2010 it's crazy to think that movie is almost 10 years old already yeah right uh but the 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 a plot of this story is that rick has created a small device that he is going to use on mr Goldenfold, which will allow them to go into his dreams and give him the idea that morty should get an a in math uh because <laughs> you know like that way, if Morty doesn't have to focus on math, he can spend all of his time going on adventures with Rick. And this sends them through uh, many levels of dreams as they slip through Mr. Goldenfolds and then Mrs. Pancakes and then a Centaurs. <laughs> and then they pretty much hit Dream Bedrock. Uh, and uh, it's it's going to be a lot like Inception, Morty. Uh, but this is going to make sense. And and uh, one of the things that has always like piqued my curiosity uh, with Rick's hatred of the movie Inception is like, which writer does this come from? Like, is this like oh, has yeah. Dan like has Dan Harmon come out on like a Harmon Town or some other forum and been like, wow, I really hate the Inception movie. <laughs> is this like a Royland like peeve or is this something that someone else in the writer's room really had an, an issue with? Um, because yeah. I, I, I liked Inception. I thought 
I liked that movie. I, I didn't it, have a problem with it. It's 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 one of the, it's uh it's one of those movies that if you really try if you really try to to pick it apart, you you can just because it's not a real concept. It's not oh, a yeah. real thing. So yeah. there's there's uh, there's holes throughout it. Sure. Yeah, holes. The movie was Shia LaBeouf. Yep, digging them holes. <laughs> uh, it was so. Uh, I think we've talked about it before uh, with 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 Ridley or somebody else. But as far as the people that write the episodes, like their names are attached to it, but they're not necessarily the the main writers. Uh, Ridley is the writer for for this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so Ridley Ridley is the writer for this episode. So uh, you know. His name is uh, slapped slapped to it. His his Maybe. name is on it, but like all of these episodes, is a team effort. So yeah, exactly. Like no, the, any any one particular joke or thing could have come from a team of people, and then it gets worked on and workshopped. And yeah. but they're the person that's like sort of given the responsibility for like writing it all out and then allowing it to be picked apart. So mm-hmm. yeah, good oh, job. What a what a joy. What a Good joy on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the things as I was rewatching this episode that cracked me up is uh, the first time that they incept uh, Mr. Goldenfold and then Rick just like sticks the little ear prod in Morty's ear as he's standing there and flips it on and Morty just collapses to the ground and his, his legs <laughs> go all wonky. And then like Rick goes and comfortably sits in a beanbag chair and like fluffs it before yeah. he turns his on and peacefully falls asleep. Uh, just his his complete lack of like caring for for Morty's physical health is it cracks me up. Yeah, uh, they they reference just as they do in Inception. They they talk about the whole uh, the further you go into Dream World, the longer time it takes. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the 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 the, the the wonderful thing in this the this episode is the the calling back attention to that. Well, I mean, first the first time when they're like, "Oh, that that's it." Yeah, we'll we'll go deeper into Mrs. Pancake and buy ourselves some time. Uh, but at the end of the episode, when it turns out they are in a dream and Morty's crapped himself and it got in the, the dream receptor, <laughs> someone got in my mouth. It's, it's been like six months, Rick. Well, actually, like uh, every every hour is like a minute, and like dogs' lives are like seven times a person's <laughs> lives. So, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 every 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 day is like a minute in real life or whatever. It's a, and it's such a clever way to to reference that movie, reference the the convoluted time structure of it. Well, and then he uh, like directly it, says, he's like, it's like Inception. So if it seems confusing and stupid, so is everyone's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I would so love good. it if like everyone in the writer's room actually just liked Inception, but they're just like, Rick would hate it. So let's write it this way. <laughs> um, you, you wrote, you're right here. You wrote Dream Bedrock versus Limbo. Yeah. And, and I, the reason I brought it up or, or put it in the show notes for being brought up and then you brought it up um, is that concept of limbo, that lowest level of dreaming in Inception where time like lasts, you know, for however, like for like ever, like you, and yeah. um, 
that's a, it's a really weird and kind of strange part of the movie inception, but the way that they replicate that or, or at least sort of refer to that in terms of this episode is when they hit dream bedrock and they get into the area where scary Terry is where they, they try to incept the little creepy girl that's jumping rope and they just end up in the same place because they can't, they can't seem to go any lower Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. until they, until they do and they incept scary Terry later, but you know, that's whatever. That's the semantics. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) holes. And if it doesn't make sense for it seems stupid. So is everybody else's favorite movie. Uh, But, but yes, dream, dream bedrock is sort of this lowest level where they can't really escape anymore by just incepting more people. Uh, And so they actually have to face whatever they are up against. And in the case of this dream bedrock, that is Scary Terry, a, a fan favorite, a, a beloved character. Uh, and and prob- like, what, did, what were your first thoughts when you saw Scary Terry being a huge horror movie fan and, and, a, and a fan of, of Freddy Krueger and things like that? <laughs> uh, when, when, when they're running away from an, from an initial, well, when they got into the, the dungeons, I was like, oh, <laughs> look at that. Uh, look at oh, the, the boiler rooms. Like, there it is, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh my god, that, well, that's crazy! That's such a cool way to to tie Inception to Nightmare on Elm Street. And then when Scary Terry showed up, <laughs> you know, I saw the I saw the swords yes. <laughs> on, the, uh, on, uh, on his on his fingers. Legally safe rip off of the eighties horror character. <laughs> uh, I was just uh, I, it, it killed me because I you know I'm a huge fan of Nightmare on Elm Street and you know horror in general. Uh, it was, it was just, it was, it was a perfect storm of, of these different references that it just, it, it spoke to me and, and thinking about it in that way, tying all these like similar themes with, with the whole dreams portion, um, all with their disparate, uh, you know, plots, but still tying it all together. It was, is great to me. Um, but uh, I, I like that Scary Terry always says bitch. Um, and, and I actually went out to uh, <laughs> to uh, to YouTube and I was like, they say it's Scary Terry says bitch a lot. Freddy Krueger says bitch a lot. And I was like, How, when does he say bitch? Uh, so I actually went out to, to YouTube. I don't have the clip on, on the iPad, so I can't play it. Uh, but it is, it's like 30, 40 seconds of Freddy Krueger throughout the series saying, saying bitch. Uh, <laughs> I will say that the most times he says it, or actually he says it more in Freddy versus Jason than he does the rest of the, the Nightmare on Elm Street that, series. That was, that was really his, his, his highlight time for <laughs> his, his pinnacle. So they must have just watched Freddy vs. Jason, which I think came out in like 2005, 2006. Uh, tracks, tracks. My favorite, my favorite Freddy bitch line is I think from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street five, I think, uh, and it's Freddy Krueger, and he says, "Bon appetit, bitch." <laughs> uh, so anyway, oh, that's my that's my favorite line for this. Not in here. You keep that out there, <laughs> not in front of Scary Brandon. Okay, Scary Brandon. Ah, uh, that I mean, that got me too. I'm like, this show <laughs> speaks to me. 
what one of the things that that really caught my ear in in this this rewatch was when they get into where they are running away from Scary Terry uh, before they figured out that they can in fact hide. <laughs> Uh, was the music and it's very much like that 80s synth kind of uh, type of music so like huge huge kudos to ryan elder for uh his 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 work on on putting putting that music together because it it like that style of music just screams like 80s horror to me that that sort of i don't know the uh, like the like the the Halloween music that's just so iconic for for that series, um, but yeah, so that uh that was that was good good yeah. good 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 work. Quick 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 triple six nine out there on Twitch says, remember, welcome to prime time, bitch, uh, which is from Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors, uh, the best the best of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, it's got a young Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, He's credited as Larry Fishburne and mm. also Patricia Arquette. Uh, if we want to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, that is my other podcast that I'm developing. <laughs> you starting? Are you starting a Nightmare on Elm Street podcast? <laughs> no, no, man, I don't have time for that shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't got- um, but yeah, so like as as we've we've basically been discussing, like tons of of really solid uh, pop culture references and like. The thing with like, I kind of want to go watch Lawnmower Man now, even though like watching the trailer, it seems really nineties, early nineties. Yeah, like really early nineties. Yeah. Um, like it is really interesting to look at some of these pop culture references and look at some of the 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 things that inspired these episodes. And going back and, and and exploring some of those things that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. uh, just just to kind of get that better frame of reference. And and these episodes really, um, the the d- detail and some of some of the jokes uh, become even even more funny when you when you fully understand what they're referencing. Which is probably yeah. why you appreciate the show even more than I do because you've seen all of these things. That's that's why that's why I, I fell it. in love with it before you did. Travis. Yeah, and you forced me to do it. You were, you rubbed my face in it. You were I like, did. "No, you will watch this." Uh, and I'm, I'm trying bad to do that. human. I'm trying to do that with Matt too. I'm like, yeah. "What are you doing right now? Not watching Rick and Morty? You should watch Rick and Morty." Uh, yeah. The uh, the 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 last the last thing that I want to to say about the the Freddy Krueger stuff is uh, I didn't catch. Uh, I think we've talked, I had to have mentioned it at some point in time, whenever we covered the episodes two times. Uh, but in Nightmare on Elm Street, they always say, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, grab your crucifix. Seven, eight, don't, better stay up late. Nine, ten, Freddy's, Freddy's back again is the one I always go with. Uh, usually that's when he comes back. Uh, in, in this one, they cleverly, I think this is the second time he said clever, they used the little girl jump roping, but she recites this song. A, B, his name is Scary Terry. C, D, he's very scary. E, F, he'll design your death. J, K, he'll really ruin your day. Q, R, you won't get very far. I'm like, these guys. Look at these guys. Look at what? These guys. Where's all the letters in between? I want to... <laughs> 
that that's another the, that's another topic. Like the other letters didn't rhyme, Brandon. So they're like, ah, just <laughs> just pick letters that rhyme. Don't don't waste too much time on it. Nobody. It's not like somebody's gonna start a podcast and like hyper analyze this. Just just write a song. Don't worry about it. (laughs) If you can come up with the other letters, I will give you a special shout out here, which which gets you nothing other than a shout out. Yeah, yeah. That's our next segment, which we've almost we're almost to. Uh, We got a couple of special mentions about this episode. Uh, You wrote. Airbud. I don't I, I don't truly believe there's an Airbud reference in this, but I could Are you uh, doing me right now? <laughs> Are you doing me? Of course there's an Airbud reference. They uh special mention as far as so really this makes it five, right? Uh Lawrence Man, Inception, Nightmare on Elm Street, Planet of the Apes, and Airbud. Uh in the moment that that snowball is on the couch when he just has the claw one. Oh, and and, and they're the, flipping through channels, and the dog is is jumping up to do the basket. Yes, that's Air that's Airbud. That's Airbud. You're right. You got you got it. Yeah. So then it's also referencing uh, nature documentaries. Nature documentaries also being referenced. Uh, so add that to the <laughs> list of things yeah. being referenced in this episode. Yeah, it's it's referencing uh, best in show the. Classic, love that classic movie. mockumentary, you know. Yeah, uh, and I just wrote the guess. words out of the frying pan, dot dot dot, a Morty, because I just love that line. Uh, I just, I just love that he says dot 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 to Morty, uh, and doesn't finish the line. <laughs> yeah. um, I, 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 part of me wishes, uh, like dr- dreams the little dream that it was written in the script out of the frying pan with like that ellipsis. And and Justin Roiland just said dot dot dot, and they kept that take. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. There's no way of we'll, knowing. Maybe, we may never know. We, we probably can't ever know. If we uh, never right. get him on the show, we will never know. We, we will not remember to ask him that question. <laughs> no. Hey, can you go back in your mind ten years and think about when you recorded the second episode of the show? Uh, anyway, that's that's our recap. Our third recap of Lawnmower Dog, uh, but <laughs> but hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully, uh, if you haven't seen any of these movies, uh, we for the most part recommend you go and check them out and uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if there's any major sort of things that we missed from any of these movies but yeah go go check them out and let us know what you guys think uh and it is now time for listener suggestions and short outs uh thank you to everybody that is watching live on stream right now uh so lucid quick 6669 uh we also had who else do we have in here uh, at the top of the show we had solo god killer oh that's that's an impressive name. Uh, and everybody else that's not communicating in chat, thank you for hanging out right now. Um, uh, so Lucid wants to know uh, about why we why we didn't talk about making an intergenerational sandwich. Uh, I'm pretty sure that comes up in the last time that we reviewed this episode. Uh, we will not be talking about Mr. Golden Fold's repressed dreams. Predilection. Of, Predilection. Of, yeah. <laughs> of underage summer um but you know i'm glad that sticks out to you uh kevin <laughs> kevin uh, <laughs> um we we got a we got a really cool uh facebook post on on our facebook page uh from allison chase 
uh, who did and, and if you if you follow any of the Rick and Morty social media stuff, you you probably already saw this, but it was a really awesome cosplay that was at MegaCon. Brandon, did you see yeah. this live? Did you see no, this? No, I, no, I didn't. I didn't see it live. And I, <clears throat> ah, t- tell tell me about it. So you know, I'm, I'm there. I was surprised that there was so little cosplay for Rick and Morty there. To to be honest, and and I was hoping there would be uh, more folks other than the the young nameless <laughs> unnamed siblings. Uh, they're cosplaying and. So then, then I got I got home, and then I saw that on Reddit uh, that night, and I was like, "Well, holy, holy hell! I I wish I would would have seen that live, or they would have been there." Um, and then she sent the Facebook page a video of the cosplay walking around, and I was like, "Oh, holy, holy crap!" Uh, Allison Chase makeup is the one who who made it. Um, and so we, we reached out and, uh, I, I'm going to try to get a hold of her so we can actually talk to her in, in person and just, you know, see oh. uh, more about, uh, hold on, Brandon. What? I was, I was trying to bring up Allison's, uh, cosplay, uh, for the stream, uh, and it started like making a bunch of noise. And so I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, don't make a, don't make a bunch of noise. I mean, it's cosplay. It's just a pic, you know, it's, it's an image. You know, don't play it. Yeah, but did you did you say what the cosplay was? Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's it's I did not, but it's a perfect um thing to talk about on this episode. It's it's Snowball in the mech suit cosplay. And there's uh whoever is operating it is in like a full black bodysuit so you don't really see them, but as they they walk it's got the mech legs and <laughs> Yeah, like and and uh looking looking at her page, she like actually made the the snowball um like dog and like added all the fur to like to make like the plush dog um but yeah and then like it's just like a guy in like a black morph suit so that you can't really see him yeah but it is it is really cool looking if if you have if you want to see it if you want to check it out uh head over to our facebook page and uh and check out the post over there um it is again Allison Chase makeup uh, you can check out the rest of her cosplay over there as well. But uh, yeah. very cool stuff. Thank you for thank you for sharing it with us. That's right. Uh, and then uh, a final shout out to the person who uh, made our uh, our 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 images, uh, our image of of eating pickles and enjoying so pickles. pickles. So many pickles. At <laughs> uh, uh, Dadicus on on Twitter, he he f- uh, was posting his completed. Uh, image it's like a banner size image of a bunch of different rick and morty characters uh as well as uh, dan and justin versions of like unity of unity yeah it, it was it was cool i i remember daticus was working on this sort of throughout uh season three while it was airing so as as you look at it there are all sorts of season three references that uh, are sprinkled throughout it as well as as well as references from the rest of the series um, but it's it's really cool, and it was cool to watch as he was posting progress pics of it and stuff too, and showing the, the things that he was working on. Uh, but he got a he got a really good uh, like high res version of it where it's all it's all in one image, oh. uh, and and it's he's still looking for that person, that person who's willing to take on the challenge of coloring it. Uh, so if if you are a colorist out color there, <laughs> and uh, and you're willing to take on the challenge, go go check out Daticus on Twitter. Uh, the link to the post is in our show notes and check out his awesome artwork. 
his awesome artwork. And, and speaking of lo- awesome artwork, uh, just a last last bit of note. Uh, I, I got two pieces from Megacon Orlando. Uh, this 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 one. Oh, oh where's where's my there camera? Right, oh, oh yeah, I forgot where right, I put the is. camera. Oh, cute, cute little guy. And there's a little there's like a little pickle, little mini Aww, pickle there. Of a little pickle. Uh, by Ben Bird, B E N B Y R D, uh, Ben Bird Art. And then I got this this one. <laughs> I it's love so this. branded. It's so branded. It's it's a great. It's it's great. It's like it's so. It's such an. It's like fifties esque cartoony. I really love that style. I don't know what. I don't even know what you'd call the the type of style, uh, but uh, it's Jellyco for that. Uh, and you can find them at Jellyco on Twitter. K O E. Uh, but uh, I know the people who are listening to the podcast can't see that. I can't see it. Oh, I wish I could see it, Brandon. But Where I just, could I see it? Here, uh, let me let me just describe it to you. Um, it's on a white background. <laughs> <laughs> Their eyes are ovals instead of circles. <laughs> oh, are they? hey, they are. You're right. Oh, and they got like the little. They got the like classic cartoon where it's like an oval with like yeah. a wedge cut out of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like old school Mickey Mouse eye instead of like when he develops pupils later in life. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, uh, thank, got, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for you. thanks for being here, artist man. <laughs> uh, um, then, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's about it for this, and that's about it for this episode. If if you. Uh, have questions for us if you have topics that you would like us to talk about on the show hit us up on all of the social media outlets uh, let us know what you guys think and uh, we will give you short outs as well uh, thanks to everybody that continues to uh, be part of the community over on twitter over on on facebook and and share our posts with people uh, re- realistically we can't thank you guys enough for the overwhelming support that you guys continue to give this podcast, even even in these these dark dark times, dark. As, we, as as we wait for for season four to roll around, but uh, it's it's a lot more fun uh, doing this when when you guys uh, share your thoughts and continue to share these episodes with your friends. So that's right. Th- thank you for doing that, and uh, you know, share this episode, share yeah. share your favorite episode of this podcast. Uh, with somebody on social media and it will continue to help this community grow thank you guys that's right uh, for your support all right that is because it because it. it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none <laughs> guess who's back in the mother house with a fat <laughs> for your mother house okay sorry uh that's the only rap song i know wow that's Snoop dog what's up that that got that got went weird for a second. Uh, all right, that's that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, if you want to see the video version, head over to Twitch or, or over to our YouTube channel. And that's it. We will be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. Until then, I'm Travis and I am Brandon. And thank you for your time. Bye, friends. Bye, bye, friends. Bye.